0: Hi, everyone! Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 Podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Plummer Vinson syndrome, found under the gastrointestinal section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 58 year old woman with iron deficiency anemia presents to her primary care physician complaining of difficulty swallowing. She reports no difficulties with liquids. On exam, She is pale and has spoon shaped fingernails. Dysphagia is evaluated by upper endoscopy, which demonstrates a thin, web like tissue in the upper esophagus. Let's continue with an introduction to Plummer Vinson syndrome. Clinically, this is characterized by atrophic lysitis, upper esophageal webs, which are eccentric and often anterior, and iron deficiency anemia. Conditions that are associated include autoimmune disease. In terms of the epidemiology, this is most commonly observed in postmenopausal women and is rare. In terms of the pathogenesis, it is unknown. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include dysphagia to solid foods, coughing, choking, fatigue, nail changes, and dizziness. On exam, one may note atrophic glossitis, angular cheilitis, pallor, and koilonychia. In terms of further imaging, upper gastrointestinal barium swallow radiography may demonstrate a thin projection post-cricoid. A video fluoroscopic swallowing exam can help differentiate a true web from a false web, such as a mucosal fold. Other studies may include esophagogastroduodenoscopy. This will demonstrate a thin web-like tissue growth in the upper esophagus, but there will be normal squamous mucosa and submucosa and possible atrophy and chronic inflammation on the histopathological exam. In terms of further studies, A complete blood count may demonstrate hypochromic and microcytic anemia. Peripheral blood smear may demonstrate hypochromic and microcytic anemia as well. Iron studies will demonstrate iron deficiency. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about a Shatsky ring, with distinguishing factors being that this presents with a distal esophageal web. Also think about post-cricoid cancer, with distinguishing factors being that malignancy will be present on histopathological exam. Also think about achalasia, with distinguishing factors being that there will be dysphagia at the lower esophageal sphincter. In terms of treatment, medical options include iron supplementation and treating the underlying cause of iron deficiency. Interventional options include esophageal dilatation, which is most commonly via balloon method. This can be performed concurrently with esophageal and it is not required if iron supplementation improves the dysphagia. And lastly. Complications related to plummer vinson syndrome include squamous cell carcinoma of the esophagus, oral cavity, or hypopharynx, and aspiration. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to plummer vinson syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 74-year-old woman presents to her primary care physician with decreased energy and difficulty swallowing. She says she first noticed her symptoms a year ago, and they have been slowly worsening. On exam, she has spoon-shaped nails and pale conjunctiva. Her physician orders an esophagogastroduodenoscopy, which demonstrates an esophageal web. Which of the following is the best next step? And the answer choices are, choice 1, partial esophagectomy with gastric pull-through, choice 2, PET scan, choice 3, colonoscopy, choice 4, iron supplementation or choice five, no treatment is necessary. The best answer to this question is choice four, iron supplementation. This patient's clinical presentation is consistent with plummer vinson syndrome, which is treated with iron supplementation. plummer vinson syndrome is characterized by iron deficiency anemia that leads to formation of esophageal webs. Patients typically present with dysphagia, as well as characteristic symptoms of chronic anemia, including malaise and spooned nails. Iron supplementation can lead to resolution of existing webs, as well as decreased development of new webs. In patients with severe or refractory webs, esophageal dilation may be useful for symptom management. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1 through 3 These are not part of the workup of Plummer Vinson syndrome. Choice 5 treatment is available for Plummer-Vincent syndrome and improves outcomes, so it should be implemented. That's all for this review about Plummer-Vincent syndrome. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly